All right, welcome in to Bird Droppings. I'm Carter Bird, and today we're going to talk about the 150th Open. Here we go. All right, so over the weekend, we had the 150th Open at St. Andrews, the birthplace of golf. And for the longest time in this tournament, it felt it felt like a storybook. It felt like it was Rory McIlroy's chance to take back, I guess, the mantle, the title of best golfer in the world. Scotty Scheffler is currently number one in the world, and Rory was number two. And he looked awesome. Through 54 holes, he had the lead. And then he did something unprecedented. It's never happened before. A 54-hole leader has never hit every green on Sunday and lost. But Rory found a way because Rory two-putted every single hole. And in comparison... Cameron Smith, who was started the day at 12-under, started the day four strokes off Rory. He was automatic. His putting was unbelievable. Strokes, strokes gained putting in the final round. Cam Smith gained 3.1 strokes. Rory lost 2.18 strokes. I mean... That's almost your six-stroke swing right there. And Cam Smith really put on a, a historic show, especially on the back nine. He opened the back nine with five straight birdies. And Rory's lead, Rory had the lead through 63 holes. And Hovland, his partner, was even backing up. And Rory hit all 18 greens. He hit 35 of his last 36 greens in regulation. And he lost. Rory hit the ball into one bunker the whole weekend. And he holed out from that bunker. He had two 66s. He had a bogey-free final round. And that last round was the first round, funny enough, that he's hit in the 70s at St. Andrews. And he shot a 70. But when Cam Smith goes 8-under, and Cameron Young goes 7-under, and they charge from 12-under four strokes back, and they pass you, and, I mean, Rory, in reality, he could have gotten, he could have gotten tied for second. He could have. But in that moment... You have to play for the win on 18. You're two strokes back. You're hitting your second shot. You got to try to hold out. You got to ha- you, you got to compete, so I don't blame him for that. In my mind, Rory finished tied for second. I know officially he finished third, but in my mind, he's tied for second. But Cam Smith wins his first major, and, and he becomes the first player to win the Players' Championship and the Open in the same year. 
He's the first Australian major winner since Jason Day in 2015. He's the first Australian Open champion since Greg Norman in 1993. Somebody who's also been in the news in the golf world for other reasons, for for running lift golf. This is the 10th time an Australian has won the Open Championship. Cameron Smith joins Kel Nagel and Ian Baker Finch as the Australians to win it once. Then Greg Norman won it twice. And Peter Thompson won it five times in 12 years, from 54 to 65. So Cameron Smith has added his name to a very select list. Since 2000, the fewest number of bogeys or worse by a major winner is three. And it's been done three times. Once this past weekend by Cam Smith. Once in 2006 at the PGA Championship by Tiger Woods. And once again in the 2000 Open by Tiger Woods. So Cam Smith just put himself in this small group (laughs) with himself and Tiger Woods since 2000 of major winners that have gone out there and just haven't made mistakes. And Cam Smith's one of his three holes where he had a mistake on Saturday, I thought he lost his tournament there. He had a ball on the edge of the bunker. He's standing in the bunker, baseball swinging, and you got Paul Azinger on the broadcast saying, well, his club's going to snap shut, and he's going to hit this in the bush. Sure enough, he did. And it led to a double bogey, and you thought you thought he was dead in the water there. But then he rebounds like he did in that final round, and it's crazy to see what he has done. He went six under on the back nine. Opened it with five straight birdies and capped it off with one as well. Had one of the clutchest, clutchest, lengthy par putts on 17 after he put himself in a tough spot. His back-to-back putts there, the one from off the green where he's having to go around the rim of the bunker, just to set up a lengthy par putt in which he nails, that was the dagger in the coffin for Rory. That was it. It was over. And if you're Rory, you've been so good in majors this year. Across the four majors, you have beat 97.5% of all the golfers you have faced. There's only 10 players who have finished a major ahead of you in this calendar year. Scotty Scheffler did it twice, and he won one. Justin Thomas did it when he won one. Matt Fitzpatrick did it twice, and he won one. Cam Smith did it. Will Zalatoris did it twice. Cameron Young did it twice. Mito Pereira, Hideki Matsuyama, Chris Kirk, and Tommy Fleetwood. That's it. That's the total list across four majors of people who beat Rory at least once. In a major. 
He beat 97.5% of the field in each tournament. That's crazy. Perhaps the craziest stat I have come across. Most major top 10 since 2015. Jordan Spieth is fourth with 12, and he has two wins. Dustin Johnson is tied for second with 15, and he has two wins. Brooks Kepka is tied for second with 15, and he has four wins. Rory McIlroy has the most top 10s in a major since 2015 with 17, and he does not have a win. It's crazy, and it's I have I have friends who are diehard Rory McIlroy fans, and it's it's a running gag where I like I mess with them like oh like Rory's gonna get your hopes up and rip your heart out, but it's kind of true. I think he's also pretty good at these take himself out of it early, and these backdoor charges late where he goes nuts like we saw in the Masters. What he did the Masters in the final round was nuts. But he just wasn't good enough on the other three days to set himself up for it to matter. And this was the opposite. He was so awesome for three rounds. And then the putter failed him on Sunday. And he was so good. He limited his mistakes. He didn't bogey the final round. But he two-putted every single hole. You can't do that and win. This is not how golf works. He didn't three-putt, but he didn't one-putt at all. And you're not going to win like that. It's probably never been done ever. So the storybook, the storybook in the 150th Open Championship at the birthplace of golf at St. Andrews, it would have been for Rory to seal it, for Rory to get that first major since 2014. He would have retaken number one in the world over Scotty Scheffler because he was second. But Cameron Smith doesn't care. He didn't care about your storybook. He didn't care about your storylines. Dude's out here with a mustache and a mullet from Australia, just stone cold, emotionless on the course. He's just going to get it done. And every big spot, he's going to hit every big putt. And that's what he did. And man, it was awesome to watch. Because on 17, you thought, this is it. This is where he cracks. Sure enough, stone cold, ice in his veins, buries the dagger. And burned up everybody's storybook in the process. If you're Rory and you woke up Sunday and you're thinking, I'm going to hit every green in regulation... I'm not going to bogey a single hole. And 
the guy who's closest to me is actually going to back up, you'd say, oh, you're winning a thing in a landslide. But Cameron Smith went nuts. And Cameron Young went nuts too. Cameron Young is going to be somebody sneaky to keep an eye on. He's played really well this year. Cameron Young went from 32nd in the world to 19th after this tournament. And yes, he has a miscut at the U.S. Open. But he was tied for third at the PGA Championship. And in his last seven events, he's finished tied for third or better in four of them. He's he's coming along now. It won't be long until he wins one. It wasn't that long ago when he was 1,200th in the world. And now here he is finishing solo second at the Open. He'll probably get one here soon. You know, he, he kind of plays like Rory. Every every time I was watching on Sunday, every time he and Rory hit driver, I felt like their balls were in the exact same spot. Except for 18. Except for 18 when Rory needed Cam Young's drive. He needed Cameron Young's drive, where Cameron Young put it to 15 feet for eagle and knocked it in. To finish solo second. He's only 25. He's got plenty of time to win one. Or multiple. It wouldn't shock me. If he's a fixture on these. These Ryder Cup. These President's Cup teams. He's he's young. He's really good. And he's getting better fast. To my comparison between Rory. And Cameron Young. To this point in this season on the PGA, Cameron Young is second on the PGA Tour in strokes gained off the tee. Rory McIlroy is third. So, yeah, Cameron Young, if he can round into form in the other aspects of his game, this this Wake Forest golfer he's going to win a lot of tournaments. He's going to be really, really good. But moving forward with the news of today, we can't ignore what just happened. What just happened yesterday. Cameron Smith wins the Open Championship. And then today, more leaks in the ship of the PGA Tour popped up. Henrik Stinson is going to live golf or at least reported to be, when he's followed by Cameron Smith. After Cameron Smith gave an epic um, non-denial denial when asked directly about the Live Tour after winning the Open Championship, and he just looks at the Claret Jug and he says, I just won the Open Championship and you're bringing this up? That's not good. <laughs> Well, now, it's reported he's going to live golf for $90 million. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. And they aren't the only ones. 
This time, this time it's not a player. David Faraday is leaving NBC Sports to go be an announcer for the Live Tour. If you're the PGA Tour, the hits keep coming. The only thing that could have been worse than Cameron Smith winning the Open and immediately bolting, in my mind, it may not even actually, there may not be anything worse. But in my mind, going into Sunday, well, Saturday, as as the day was playing out, the worst-case scenario to me would have been a Rory-Dustin Johnson final group in which Rory collapses late and DJ beats him on the 18th green. That's what I thought was the worst thing that could possibly happen. Well, now Cameron Smith wins it. Everybody's talking about how much they love him with his mustache and his mullet and his just general attitude, and he he gets the claret jug, and they asked him what he's going to do with it, and he says he's going to figure out how many beers fit inside it, which apparently is two, according to his social media today. Um, But, yeah, now he's potentially going to be going to the PGA Tour's biggest competitor. It's not good. It's not good. And it's, it's tough when you win the 150th Open Championship and you made one and a half fewer million dollars than the winner of the first Live Tour event. I just, the PGA is continuing to leak oil. And I, I'm, at this point, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it's going to stop. Doesn't look good. Doesn't look good at all. And just to compound all of this, on Friday, a media personality that carries weight in the golf world that isn't even a golfer, never was, Charles Barkley, confirms rumors on the next round in Birmingham that he will be meeting with Liv Goff because they want him in some sort of analyst role. They want him involved with the media side of it. And Charles said, yeah, he would meet with him. Granted, he goes on to say nothing's imminent. And as far as I can tell, he's just taking the meeting, I guess, to hear them out. But, yeah, That'd be another blow, even though it's has it's nobody really connected to the PGA. That'd be a big blow. Because as what former ESPN president John Skipper says, Charles Barkley drives ratings. Yeah. Well, if he drives ratings, if Liv lands him, that's significant. That's gonna. I think as you start seeing more golfers go, and then when you start seeing the media people go, then I think it's really like the PGA is at risk. (laughs) Because if too many more follow, it's going to get ugly for the PGA. And they could have made a huge statement if the PGA poster boy Rory McIlroy had won on Sunday. 
but he just couldn't make the putts. And Cameron Smith did. Now Cameron Smith's gone. Things look bleak for the PGA. But it will be interesting to see how this progresses. Because I don't really know. I don't know how it's going to shake out. I don't know what's next. But we'll see. And it's going to change golf for better or worse. We've already seen it do that. But yeah, that's that's basically going to do it for me here today. I'll be back later this week. Thank you for joining me for Bird Droppings. 